begin, we're up to the laws of Petr Hamar. Yesterday we, we just touched the little introduction, let's go over it again. Halacha Aleph. It's Simon Kuf Ayin Ches. It's on page Kuf Peidal, the first page of the handout. Yisrael If a Yisrael has in his possession a donkey, a, obviously a female donkey, that's about to give birth to the firstborn. Uh, mitzvah lift, I said there is a mitzvah that writes to redeem the firstborn donkey. So, how does one redeem a donkey? So, usually means a sheep, a baby sheep. That's not true, that's not accurate. A se means a child of either a. It can mean a child of, a, of anything, in fact. But here it's a se, it means a child, a baby. But here it means a child of either a sheep or a goat. Either, either or is fine. Semin hakiva simoy min oizim bein zochar bein nekeva. The second is zochar nekeva bein gadol bein katan. Whether it's an adult, whether it's an infant, bein tam bein balmum. This is given. This is going to be the exchange. The moment the firstborn donkey is born, you take a se and you make a statement. I want the kedusha of the firstborn donkey to be transferred to this se. Whether it's a goat, whether it is a whether it is a uh, a sheep, whether it's an adult, whether it's an, a child, whether it's um, balmum, whether it's a uh, tam, fine. And then you give that sheep to the to the to you give the you give the sheep to the coin. Vulvad provided trefa. You may not be aware that the se is a trefa. shachut, and of course you cannot give a, a se that's already slaughtered. It has to be a living se. Veloy ben pekua. It may not be a ben pekua. I think it's a meaning that, that you shach the mother. In the mother you find the fetus. The law is even if the fetus is alive. Even if the fetus you shach the mother, and then after you shach the mother, you cut up in the stomach and you find the living a living child. The living child does not require shchita. It's a shocking concept. You do not require to shchita on a ben pekua. The yitinis sell the coin. You give the set to the coin, and you are finished. Now here we come some more details. said, what point in time are you have to redeem? Let's think about a person. When do you redeem a human being? Thirty days. The Chiv does not begin to redeem a human being until the child is 30 days old. That's not true with regard to a Petah Chamor. The Chiv to redeem the Petah Chamor is instantly. The From the moment it's born, and it does not expire. Actually, almost if you have failed to redeem the firstborn donkey, you can redeem it until the firstborn donkey dies. Elosh mitzvah liftaisu miyad is a mitzvah to do right away. Shaloy la hashais a mitzvah not to delay. Zrizim makdimim la mitzvahs. Uliachas shapada oisol the moment after you redeem it. Harayhu biyadi shol chulim gumur the moment after you redeem the firstborn donkey. The firstborn donkey is chulim gumurim to the degree that you're allowed to sell it in the market. You're allowed to weigh its meat on a scale, it's not like a Bukhar Behema Tahira. A Bukhar Behema Tahira after it gets a blemish and you give it to the Kayin, you can you allow to you allow you shacht it. But even after you eat it, you are limited in what you can do with it. You're not allowed to be Mivazi, you're not allowed to share, you're not allowed to sell it in the market, and you're not allowed to weigh its meat on a scale. That limitation does not apply to a Petachamar. There are no limits. It has absolute 
absolutely no Kedusha after you redeem it. And the reason is because it starts off at a much lower level. When you're dealing with the Bukhar Behema Tahira, had potential to be offered as a carbon. So now when it's not going as a carbon because it develops a blemish, there is some residual Kedusha. You may not be Mavaz that's selling the market and weights meat and things like that. You're selling them as a bazillion. But when it comes to Petachamar, it never had potential to go as a carbon. A donkey never goes on the Mizbech. It had very limited potential. Only adds Kedusha to the degree that you're supposed to redeem it or it's supposed to decapitate it. Therefore, when you do the mitzvah, you redeem it, it has zero Kedusha and there's no limitation whatsoever. The Gama Sehu Biyana Koin Chulin Vimurim. The Seh that you give the Koin is 100% Chulin. The Koin does not offer the Seh as a carbon. The Koin can Shech the Seh and there's no limitation what he does with the meat of the Seh. Okay, let's go to Halach Beis. Miyad immediately Keshefesh Satleh Shehid Shehid Tachas Petchamar the moment when you redeem the tla that it should be replaced the donkey nasa petachamor chulin the petachamor we just said this really before schulin vafilu kodim shnosnas atla lokayin the petachamor becomes schulin so it becomes schulin immediately now this is coming to contrast the difference between this and and and, and a bechor adam a bechor adam the child well, let's leave that out. Here you have you have the, 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 the firstborn donkey is born and you set aside a set and you make a statement between yourself and between you and yourself. I want the kedusha of the petachamor to be transferred to the se. It's done. Right now, now I have in my possession a set. I'm supposed to give the set to the coin. The nearest coin is a thousand miles away. I'm not going to have an opportunity to give the set to the coin for, for six months, for a year, for who knows how long. In the meantime, it doesn't matter. The donkey is 100% chulin. I don't have to give the, the set to the coin in order to give the set to the coin in order for the kedusha to go off the donkey. This is not like a Bukhar Adam. For example, if you have a Bukhar Adam, I have a baby. Baby is born, firstborn baby, the baby is now 30 days old. Okay, I have to redeem the baby. Where is the coin? The coin is not coming until next week. But in the meantime, I'm going to take the money and I'm going to say, I want the kedusha of my child to be transferred onto the five Suloyim. I'll make a bracha. I'll do everything right. I'll make a party. I'll make even a big party. The only thing we're not going to have at the party is the coin. I'm going to take the Kedusha off. The even the even Even the garlic and, and, the, and the sugar cubes. Everything. And the photographer. Everything. We'll have, we'll have a whole ceremony. And the only thing we're going to have missing is the coin. I'm going to take the Kedusha of my firstborn baby. I'm going to transfer it onto the five slime. And we'll put the five slime on the sun. When the coin will come, we'll give it to the coin. Total nonsense. The baby maintains the Kedusha. Now what Kedusha does it have? That's, that's, a, that's a little bit of a difficult type of question, but it doesn't matter. The child still has whatever Kedusha it had until now. The only way you can de-consecrate the child is by giving those five Sloyim to the Kohen. You need the Kohen in order to take off the Kedusha. Petech Hamar does not follow these rules. Petech Hamar, you don't need the Kohen. The Kohen ultimately has to get the redemption. But you can begin the process without the coin. I can redeem the Kedusha from the Petachamar into the money, put the money aside. No, next week, in a month, a year, ten years, whenever I'll find a good coin, I'll give the set to the coin. You don't have to do it right away. That's the very. That's another fundamental difference between the two. We'll do from Yad. What? 
Yes, the animal has kedusha. You're not allowed to have benefit from the animal. I think he says it soon. You're not allowed to derive benefit from the chamor, the pet chamor, until you redeem it. No, 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 no. The said no. The says no kedusha. The says chul and gomer. No kedusha. No kedusha. When you redeem it, on, so what do you need? Has no it's money. It's like a gift. You're giving the coin money, cash. I'm basically giving him cash. So you, what's So when you do the, you, can, you could put it. You can't put the flex level. You put the flex level. No, for the by pet chamor, no. pet pet No, no, you cannot. You cannot. You, it's, it's meaningless. You must have the coin. The money only has meaning if there is a coin. There's no coin getting the money. It's nonsense. No baby. What? So that's that's a question. What, what does it mean then? So, the, so the, does the baby does the baby have kedusha? So some I think there are some that say that, that you don't do pet, you don't you don't you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to be mishamish the person. He can't he can't serve you. If I'm not mistaken, there is such an opinion. And the person does not have pidyon a bechar. You can't ask him do you favors. Do me a favor. I want you to shine my shoes. I want you... So you have a, a lot of Russians. Yeah. There is... I don't know if we paskin like that, if that's acceptable halacha. But, but there is such an, such an opinion. Zachin Adam, we do sometimes say. I mean, you'll do it on behalf of other people. I don't know. I don't know. It could be you need... There's no shlichus. The, the, the laws of shlichus by pidgin, 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 pidgin are very complicated. You can be mafked. That was yesterday. You can be mafkerit, and you can go. Every 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 category of halacha has its own rules. You see over here the rules of pentachamar. There are three different examples of redemption. There's redeeming a firstborn, a firstborn uh, child. There is uh, an animal, a kosher animal, and then there is a chamar. And each one, in the, I don't know in the details, in the art school, it's very good. They really contrast them back and forth, and they show you that each one is a world to itself. The halachas of one have no shaykhs to the other. And you see, you see a couple of examples here as well. Okay, let's go further. So, in the moment that you redeem it right away, that was what we want on days. The moment when you set aside the sad, you make a bracha. Asher kiddushanu the mitzvah itzivanu al pidyon peter chamor. Okay, I was told that if you go online, YouTube, type peter chamor. There are plenty of videos to watch all over the world where every so often ceremonies are made to to redeem a peter chamor. They dress up the chamor in this real funny outfit <laughs> <laughs> with bows and yeah, you think and uh, whatever they bring all the well, children. Just, just like what do you call it? They, uh, a baby they. They put in the silver tray. Okay, they put a silver tray. Julia, the chamar. Okay. No, the the baby. The baby chamar. The baby. No, a baby. Yeah, baby. I know. I've seen, but I. But I. I mean, the the chamar. I've seen pictures with bows and ribbons and all that. Shutfus with a guy applied. Yes, it does. He mentioned a few moments that we don't do that because because there's no reason to do it. Only when it comes to a bechar behema is there a reason to do it because we don't we we. There would be kedusha, and then it will be nichshal in giza the avoda until it develops a blemish. But by chamor, there's no there's no problem by chamor. Anyway, you'll never be makved as a carbon. So anyway, you redeem it immediately. So making a shudfis, you being mafkia yourself in the mitzvah. Adam, you're not allowed to make a shudfis. If you have an opportunity, if you have a donkey, you have an opportunity to become the mitzvah. You should be you should cherish that opportunity. Only when it comes to an, an a kosher animal, when the, you're supposed to to offer it 
that's a korban, that's problematic, then we go out of our way to undo the mitzvah. He mentioned this in a few moments, so we we'll mention that point. Halacha Gimel. Before you redeem the donkey, you may not derive benefit from the donkey. Let's say you don't know the halacha. I have a, you tell the coin, coin, I have a firstborn donkey. I don't know what to do, so you take, you take it. It's yours. You're not supposed to do that. But the coin, okay, you don't know, I'll take the donkey. So now the coin has the donkey. It's his problem. The coin is not allowed to derive benefit from the donkey. Okay, and gama koin also leshtamesh boy at sheyifte or so until the coin now he has to redeem the donkey onto a seh and he can keep it for himself. The seh is given to the coin, but being that I am a coin, so I don't have to. Uh, we had it before. What about if the coin owns the donkey? No, then you don't. If the coin owns the donkey, then there is no there is no pigeon. But if he owns a keves, there is a pigeon. If you own, then it becomes a yes, yes. Then it becomes it's a carbon. Yes, it is a carbon. Another difference. Right. Another difference. Here we're going in the case where the donkey, when it was one was owned by a Yisrael, and the donkey itself was given to the coin. So the coin still has to do the redemption. But if the coin himself owns the donkey, then the coin does not need to do the redemption. Gam- uh, let's say you have. But I'm not sure about that. Maybe even the coin also. We'll see in a moment. We'll see in a moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have, and you took a tlay and you redeemed it. You don't have a coin around. Can you go and redeem the tlay with money and give the that? The is chulin. The tlay already is pure chulin. Yeah, but you have to give it to the coin. Give it to the coin. Yeah, but yes. if you don't have a coin to give it to, what do you do with You the keep tlay? it for yourself. You keep it for yourself until you find the coin. Right, yeah, but kedusha. There's no kedusha. There's muta be'avoda, be'gizel. You do whatever you want with it. You can use it to, to transport your uh, merchandise, whatever you want. <laughs> you but when you find the coin, then you have a mitzvah to give it to the coin. But in the meantime, you're allowed. If something happens to the player, it dies. You bury it. Not, not your problem. He talks. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, you don't. You're right. There's no kedusha. Right. There's no kedusha either. Only if the donkey dies before you have a chance to redeem, you have to bury the donkey. But if the tled you redeemed it and the tled dies, it's chulim. So you're not responsible. So it goes in the garbage. The gam akoyin also l'shtamish boyat sheyifte or isovikach sasel liatzma. He keeps the liatzma. The inmates koydim shenifte yikover. And if the coin, for that matter, anyone, if the, if the donkey dies before you have a chance to redeem it, whether it's in the possession of the coin or the yisrael, so the donkey has. To be buried because the donkey is also behind. Let's say you do not want to redeem it, so you have another option decapitation. You take a hatchet and you break against the back of its neck at almost until it dies. And you bury And the mitzvah It's a bigger mitzvah to redeem it than to decapitate it. Kohanim ulevim. It's not like Yibam. Yibam. What is Yibam? When it comes to Yibam Chalitza, there's this all these different issues. Yibam Chalitza. What's it? What? Gzeres Hakasa. It's not. It's, it's not really. It's not. Uh, it's, it's a chayk. It's not really. You look in the, the, the different drushim, but it's very. When everything is said and done, we don't know the reason. The Torah says you have a choice: either decapitation or you redeem it, and that's all. That's all. Halacha hey. Kohanim ulevim peturi petachamar. If the Kohen owns the first, the, the mother, and it gives birth, or for that matter, the Kohen owns the baby, the, the Kohen does not own the, the mother, but the Kohen has a partnership in all of the Vladais, and the baby that's about to be born, or the Levi as well, Petur mi Pedachamar, Vechain Bas Kohen Bas Levi, Avel Baalehem, Chayav mi Pedachamar Shalohem, but their husbands are Chayav in Pedachamar Shalohem because. 
but they have, they have a couple, so so. Um, a Baskoyin married about married. A Yisrael is married to a Bas lady, so the Yisrael is chayim. You follow the husband. The husband. Like she, she, like she, has a, uh, uh, she is not. It's not like yeah, right. The child, right? Because the no opinion. Because because right. But here, there is an opinion. It's it's the, the child is a product of both together. The mother gave birth to it. The mother gave birth to the baby. So therefore, there's nobody. But here, it's a matter of ownership. So the husband is the iker. He is the owner. Therefore, he is chayiv to do to um to redeem to redeem it. But what about uh, kevest? Everyone's mechoyev. Um, uh, no matter who it belongs to, it has kedushas bechar, so he keeps it for himself. Yeah. If you have an animal, an animal is born to a couple, husband and wife. The husband is a koyin. A sheep is born to a bas koyin. So they have to give. They have to give. They have to give it to a koyin. Yes, they have to give it to a koyin. No, they're not. They, they have to give it. The, 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 the husband is a yisrael, and the wife is a bas koyin, and they own. They own jointly. They own together. They own the animal. Fifty-fifty. Right in the ksuba, we're going to have everything's joint ownership, and the, and the first. Firstborn is born. They have to give it to a coin as a carbon. She does. She, what is she going to do with it? What? Yeah, they do. They, they do. The, the din of a bechor is different. The din of the bechor is on the animal. It's not. It's not on. Uh, and a bechor goes to a coin. A bechor behema tohira has kedusha in its own in its in its own right. No, a bechor is a bechor no matter what. Let's say we have a kohen. A kohen is married to a bas. Like a simple case. A kohen is married to a bas kohen. Okay? A mayor. A kohen, and they have an animal. An animal is born to them. Is the animal a bechor? Does the animal, ha- does the animal have to be offered on the mizbeach? Yes. Because a bechor has kedusha in its own right. It has kedusha. Now... No, a child born to a Baskoin is exempt from the myths and opinion haben. Right. So you see how complicated this is getting. At least we should take away that from learning. You know, like you ask, you forget the details. But at least you take away one thing from learning this is that there are three categories. The baby is like the donkey. The baby, <laughs> <laughs> right? No, not like the donkey. The baby. Yeah, like a bas that has a baby is part of a fair pig and a man, and a bas that has a donkey is not. No, Yechayev it says. A bas married to a Yisrael, and the Yisrael has ownership. Doesn't say that. Doesn't matter. If she owns it, you're right, it's Potter. If she owns it. She's Potter. But if it's a regular married couple, have a joint account. Right, so it depends if it's joint or not. Well, but by default, by default, it belongs to the husband. The default, if there's no, if there's nothing else, it's automatically Mashakona Ishakona Bala. Unless you otherwise make an exception, the default rule in halacha is Mashakona Isha Konabayla. Chazal took away all of a wife's assets and gave it to the husband. In exchange, 
for obligations that he has towards her. What's the main obligation? If she's ever captured by ISIS, <laughs> he has to post the ransom. That's what it says. That's why. The only reason why, to us it sounds very bizarre, but in the time of Chazal it wasn't so bizarre. The only reason why Masha Kana Isha Kana Bala, a woman has a great job, and he's the Kailal. He doesn't make anything. She's uh, she makes three hundred thousand dollars, right? She makes it. So the rule is Masha Kansa Isha Kanabala. All the money goes with him to his bank account. Why? In exchange for him getting her money, he has an obligation to redeem her. If they capture her and they take her, who knows where some pirates capture her, he has to go and give up everything to redeem her. That was the arrangement Chazal had in Tamar. Unless you have the option of overriding these defaults. She can say, she can say, I don't need you to come redeem me. I don't need you to come in the case that I'm, case I'm captured by the pirates, by ISIS. I'll take care of myself, and therefore, and therefore, I'll keep all the money for myself. She has the right to do so. She has the right to do so. But these are the defaults. Sorry. Okay, let's go. Allah hey. Yeah. A nazir has has limited kedusha. Limited kedusha. Yeah. And he could become tame. He cannot become tame. No, if he becomes tame, he loses his zeros. No, he does. Oh, uh, yes, start all over again. He starts yeah, a term again. What I'm getting at is that if, if a, if a, if a Bechor doesn't get the Pishon Haben and has a Kedusha, would he be also exempt when he succeeds? What do you mean? A Bechor the automatically gets Kedusha. Yeah. What, what do you mean? A Bechor is. The Nazir took on Kedusha on themselves. Yeah. Would he lose that? No, he does not. The Kedusha remains. It's not like a Nazir. The Nazir, when he becomes Tameh, he loses the Tahira. A Bukhar has Kedusha until the redemption, no matter what. There's nothing he can do to take away that Kedusha without redemption. Different set of rules. Why would you want, not want to have the Kedusha? The Torah says it's Kedusha. The Torah says every firstborn has sanctity. What that sanctity is, it's not clear what, that, what, what practical difference... Why would the parents want to have, say, my son has Kedusha? I don't want to have that. I'm not going to. The Torah says you have to. The Torah says you have to redeem the firstborn. Torah says that's what you have to do. It has kedusha, and you must remove that kedusha by giving money to the coin. What it comes from is because the firstborn was really meant to serve as a kohen. Before the cheto egel, all the firstborns were meant to serve as kohanim. There was no din of kohuna, who's bechoros, the firstborns. When after the cheto egel was transferred from the firstborns to shevet levi. So therefore, as to show that it's been lost from them, they really were entitled to Kedusha, and they have to be redeemed. Halacha hey. Koyhanim, koyhanim uluviyim peturim mipetach hamar, v'chein bas koyin v'levi, avabaleim chayavim petach hamar, shalochem. But the husbands, if they have assets, so of course, just because the husband is married to a bas, levi bas koyin, that's not an excuse. You can't say, I blame it on my wife. A married to Baskin Baslevi, so what? You own the animal, you have no choice, you have to go redeem the animal. Khin Baskin Baslevi, Abolim Khaim Bedakamar Shalem. The shoot this coin Vulevi, let's say you have a partnership with the Shukhaim Vulevi, the Khain Shutfis Aina Yehudia partnership with the non Jew in the firstborn and the mother or in the firstborn. Gan Kane Potter, you're exempt from redeeming the 
Petach Amar. Avil, here's the question you asked before. Avil, you're not allowed lechatchila to enter into such a partnership knowing in advance that you're going to be mevatel the mitzvah. This is not like a bechor behemot tohira. Avil also lehistatef imahem with a bekoyin levi or non-Jew a limkar lechemu to sell the mother kidei liafkia kedusha to prevent it from getting kedusha kevan because then you're being mevatel the mitzvah. That's not the way you go about it. The efshar bepedia because when the baby is born it's a simple solution you make a bracha you make a bracha and you redeem it and you give it to the kain. now by the way do you make a shechianu on this mitzvah if I'm not mistaken I think I saw in the art school you don't make a shechianu and it tells me Mary Malcolm to look and wonder the son why not I don't know why not what not the kain. the one who makes the bracha is the owner of the animal that's what we said above the one who does the redemption is the one who makes the bracha. The owner of the animal is the one who makes the bracha. And you don't even need a kohen. You can do the redemption immediately without the kohen present. And when you find the kohen, then you'll give him, you'll give him the seh. You make a bracha, you don't need a kohen, and you do not make a shechion. Why not? I, I do not know why not. I have to go look, look, look it up. What? Why not? It's a mitzvah. You make a bracha. So you make a bracha. Bracha is a bracha. What's the reason why you don't make a donkey? It's a non-kosher animal. Kofets. If you kill it, one of the choices. You make a bracha on yibum chalitza. I don't know. Do we on yibum chalitza? I don't think so. There's no bracha on chalitza, is there? I don't. I don't remember on chalitza. I don't think there's no bracha, right? And what are yibum? Let's say a person theoretically we don't do yibum is manazeh. A person would do yibum. Would he make a bracha? Before you marry, sir? No. What kind of brother? No. Asher akidushan be mitzvah says and al mitzvah sibum. And what does he do after that? He's he's bayon. Yeah. 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 It goes into the cheder hayichot. Yeah. That's that. That even even in the in these in these in these uh, books manuals for a chassan. There are a lot of there are a lot of the mizmorim and piyutim and things that they are there. And why not? Yeah. So, okay. Okay, let's go to uh, the next. Uh, by now, okay, we'll just review from yesterday. He doesn't mention any of this, but in the art scroll, Kitzur Shulchanach on the notes, he brings down from Shulchanach there are other details. So the only mentions here in Kitzur Shulchanach redeeming it with a seh. If you want to redeem it with a seh, so, so this is the procedure. But you have another option: is to redeem it with cash or shavakesef. If you don't have, you have a petachamor, and you don't have a seh. Just take its value, its market value. Look online, how much is a, a petachamar worth? It's worth $500, so you give the coin $500. You can do that. Or there's no set, right? You get $500, set aside the cash. You mail it, set aside the money. If you use the set, it does not have to equal its value. It can be worth $5. The petachamar can be worth $500, and the set can be a lemon. The set can be worth five dollars. Yeah, you, once you do you, the redemption, once the redemption is done, it's done. Yeah, you save yourself. I redeem the pedachamar on a set for five dollars. I sell the set and I mail the coin the set at the five dollars. <laughs> I mail the coin. I mail the coin the five dollars. What? The, the shipping will cost more. Okay. Okay, let's go now to Halacha Sin Kuf Ayin Tes. Hilchos have a very interesting Halacha. There is a mitzvah deraisa to lend poor people money, or not poor people, anyone who needs money. It's a very big mitzvah. People, you always, people, people want to buy, want to buy a house. They want to buy. A young couple wants to wants to buy a house. 
house, they want to, they want to go into a business, and uh, as long as uh, they have a source of parnas, they have a legitimate way of paying back the money, it's a very big mitzvah. It's a very big mitzvah to lend, what? Section 8 count? No, we're talking about real. A real, we're talking about interest-free loans. Take out a mortgage, what do they try? I mean, today the mortgage rates are very low, but... but, but uh, what? 4%. Okay, well, there's a lot of red tape and a lot of fees. There are bank fees, there's red tape, and there's a lot of, lot of things. So it's many, many times when a person needs, when a person needs a significant amount of money and he, and, and, and he has, an, instead of going through the legal channels, and then everything is legal, instead of going through the banks and going through mortgages and paying high interest rates and bank fees and a lot of, lot of uh, hurdles for someone to lend money, interest-free loan is a very, very big mitzvah. Of course, you only do it when you know you're going to get your money back. goes without saying, yeah? Why does it say La'aniya Yisrael? That's the common case. The common case, anyone who needs the money is an Aniya. Investment purposes. You go, people. Do you hear about these millionaires that do these these real high risk deals and real estate things? And I, we're talking about someone who really needs. There's an money. A person who needs the money. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It doesn't say interest. Interest is awesome. Interest is awesome. You want to do interest, so then you need heteriska. People do that all the time. People they lend money to their friends, but they want interest because of the money. I, 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 the money is in the bank. I'm getting interest on the money. I'm not going to lend it to you. I'm not going to get. So at least you, if you'll give me equivalent of what I could get in the bank, I'm not going to lend you money for nothing. I'm, I'm losing. For me, it's a loss because the bank's going to give me whatever two percent, one percent, three percent, whatever you're getting. One percent. One percent. The bank's going to the bank is going to give me something. So you want me to give you money? I'll give you money, but I don't want to have to suffer the loss for, for whatever reason the bank doesn't want to give you a loan because you have you don't have a, you don't have any the bank doesn't trust you don't have any credit so they don't want to give you I know you you're not going anywhere I know your parents I know your grandparents I know you you're gonna you're gonna pay me back by hook or by crook so I'll, I'll lend you the money but I don't want to suffer a loss so I want you to pay me back interest one percent two percent you can do that but you must have a header header iska Hetariska, you fill out the document and you're okay, good to go. What does this Pasik mean? Im simply means if. If means it's an option. Maybe, yeah, maybe no. I have a choice. No, you don't have a choice. There's a mitzvah, you must. The Avogadr says, says, says in the Pasik, Im, if money will be lent to my people, you shall give first. The first one that gets the money, the Pasik goes on to say, if you're going to lend money, the one that has Kadima to get the money is the poor man who is your relative. Imach means a relative. Ani means a poor relative comes before a rich relative. And a relative comes before an outsider, a non-relative. So, but the Pasuk begins, in if. There's no uh-huh. choice, you must. The Avogadah said, Im kibu chachmenu zechoyim levorcha de'im ze'enay rishus elochayif. Sometimes in means when, not if. When you decide to lend money because you have extra money sitting around doing nothing, then make sure the money goes to a poor relative. The Avogadah said, "Im kibul chachamim as the im the im zayin rishus elucha." I remember some story. Remember, remember, even during the recession, there was a very wealthy person that was that was wiped out. He had he lost he lost an enormous amount of money. Not everything. He's believe me, he's very wealthy today. He had lost a lot of money. So, and and this is a very very big belt stocker. Very big belt stocker gives money to all the all all the moistos. And so he went to Chaim Kenievsky, and he said to him, "How could it be? How are you talking?" I, I give so much stock, millions of dollars of stock. How could it be that I, overnight there was a recession and I lost 
lost whatever many millions just in the blink of an eye. How did that rebuin? I want to understand from a hashkafa point of view. How could the rebuin shlelem do something like this to me and, and and wipe out millions of dollars overnight? Shav Chaim, this is where the story goes. If it's true, I don't know, but it's a good story anyway. Shav Chaim Kanievsky said to him, said. You mean to say you had sitting in the bank, lying around, $10 million, doing nothing? I can't believe it. How could it be a person that's in the bank, $10 million, sitting around, doing nothing? That money should have been invested in some stalker project. Are you asking me, how could it be that you just lost in one moment? What was the money doing there to begin with? Sitting around, vulnerable, vulnerable to... Uh, Whatever, whatever it was, I don't know, whatever it was. He said that you had so much money lying around and you didn't go and give it away immediately for stock of emphasis? You have to give away 10%. I don't know. I, I know. This is a thought. It's a thought that has to be taken in perspective. But, but, uh, alright. So here the positive. I have money sitting around. It's not going to sit around doing nothing. I'm going to do use it for a mitzvah. Sitting in the bank, who's going to benefit from sitting in the bank? Let poor people be nana from the, from the, from, be nana from the money. How will they be nana from the money? Interest-free loans. You know, you know, uh, Ezra's Torah. Everyone heard of that organization, Ezra's Torah? Today, there's so many more organizations. So, you know, you know, it fell, fell to, it's not like it used to be, but this is Rav Hankin, Rav Hankin, Rav Hankin, he, and years ago, this used to be the stalker organization. It was the number one stock organization. Today, they pride themselves the number one act of chesed is interest-free loans. And the statistics are staggering of, of, of how many, how many, and, and their, their record their, their, uh, of, of people who default on the loans is almost zero. They're extremely careful how they uh, give out money. Loan, talking about loans, interest-free loan money, and one of the main uh, fundraising um, appeals to, to the community is not to give money just to distribute. They do that also, but to set up a fund money. It's it costs a medes You'll give money, and the money will be given to poor people as a loan. And the organization takes full responsibility to make sure that it's done in a responsible way. The people who borrow the money have the ability. They, they, there is a reasonable expectation they will be able to pay back. So you lend money, you do a mitzvah, and then five years down the line the money is repaid, and then the money will be lent out again. And perpetually, the person who gives money will be in a perpetual state of doing staka because the money is going to constantly be giving and being given out as a loan. To some, that's a lot greater than giving it staka. Give staka, the money goes, the money's spent. Okay, you did very nice. It's a wonderful thing. The money is spent. But to give a person who needs the money now and has the ability to pay it back later on to make his life pleasant now is a tremendous thing. You and give money to Ezra's Torah? You lend money to Ezra's Torah? You give money to Ezra's Torah and they, they take possession of that money forever. And they promise you that that money is not give, being given away as tzedakah. That money is being given away to people for interest-free loans. And they take responsibility that the money, they're not going to, you know, we, we all know about horror stories where you lend money to people and they don't pay you back. Okay, and that's very, very common. But they claim to have, they claim to present their uh, information. My father was very involved with them, with, uh, with Ezra Stara. Give them a loan also. What? If you have $100,000, you can go to Ezra's store and say, $100,000. No, they don't want that. I don't think they want that. You can give it for two years and, and... And they'll give it back to you? Yeah. Okay, they also do that, but they, what they really want is they want you to give money in, 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 like, an, like an endowment or whatever, some type of... Uh, it should be perpetual. The money will be lent out over and over again. And they have their way of doing things. 
they have their way of doing things, and they 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 they're very happy. Like I, I mean, I, I was at one of their uh, or their dinners, or and they were basically they were going through they were going through the statistics of how many of their loans were never paid back. People defaulted on the loans, and the numbers were like really rock bottom. They 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 were. Uh, they were, they, and, and this is what they really at least the event that I went to was this is what we focus on very much we find this to be very beneficial it's their niche today where other organizations are not doing this to the same degree that they do it and they're very proud of this and that's what this halakha is all about you have money sitting around so why let it sit around let the money already be used over and over to lend to, to give, to give people, other people to help people Maybe only means it's permission. It says another pasik, the means to lend. To lend, another word for lend. You shall surely, a double expression, which means you must, you shall surely lend your friend money. That's a giloy. Since it says elsewhere, now we know that when it says in kesef, it also means an obligation. Why then does it say why is it a vague, why is it misleading? When you choose to lend money, <laughs> so what it means is that you have a choice. Who are you going to lend money to? So now I'm telling you, lend it, exercise your your choice, your your bechira to lend it to a Jew. Ami, don't lend money to non-Jews. Period. To which members of Klal Yisrael should you lend the money to? Those who are with you, Mikan Amru. From here we learn the halacha of Luri Moch Ani Shehu Kiroivai, a close relative. Kaidem Laniyim Achem come before the poor people. Laniyim Iro. This we will heard many times. Laniyim Iro Kaidem Laniyim Ir Acheres. Your own community has kedima. Some people want to say that Laniyim Eretz Yisrael is an exception. That has to be taken with a grain of salt. And there's no question Laniyim when you're dealing with people over here, a verse anywhere else in the world besides Eretz Yisrael. Aniyei Ericha Kaidem. There's a debate. What about Aniyei Ericha and Aniyei Eretz Yisrael? Some say there has to be a balance. Aniyei Eretz Yisrael has equal weight to the people of your own community, and some say not. Ugedoyla mitzvah halvol Aniyei Yosem mitzvah staka. Lending money is a greater mitzvah than giving staka. Liani hashayel to a donor who asks for money. Shazek var nitzrach l'shol b'zedai legiel l'midazo. Person wants to borrow. That means he has the means of paying back. That's Obviously, you're not dealing with a person that wants to borrow money. Uh, how are you going to pay me back? I don't know. The Shalalim will provide. That's obviously not an answer. I have a job. I have a job. I'll pay you back. I have income. Money is coming in. Money is coming in, and eventually you'll get back. You'll get back your money. That is great because he's not even humiliated to ask some money. So it's a great you by lending him money, you're preventing him from going to the lower level of becoming even destitute. Against those people who refuse to lend poor people money, if your eyes will see your brother, whoever you're the poor man, and you'll withhold. Pastor goes on to say, don't goes on to say, don't withhold yourself from giving money to the poor person. If you're going to withhold it, when he's going to cry, 
Hashem will hear his cry and will be angry at you. A person that is kind and gives money to a poor man when he's, when he's in a difficult situation, Allah hakos of Oimer, Oz Tikkor, then you, blender, will call out to Hashem, the Hashem Yaneh, Hashem will answer your prayers. Person wants to be Zaychal, that Hashem will be a Kabbalist and fascinating Chazal. We talk about Segula, it's the best Segula, so what it says in the Torah to do. That's the greatest schooler. And here it says, lending a person money. And of course, we said many times, we're not dealing with a situation where you know the person can pay you back. It's not just a stalker. Let's see Isalif on the previous page. There are a lot of gear. Like that, that's what the free loan gemachs. There are a dime a dozen of these gemachs. Instead of money, you're giving them something else. But you're giving money that the money, as we mentioned from the Edges Torah, you give money for interest-free loans. And that way the money is, 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 is lent out and is paid back and then it's lent out again. It can, goes so in a cycle. So there's all sorts of things. There's wedding gown gemachs. Right, right. Okay, and Hanami is all beautiful things. These are gemachs. Aleph. Esani, 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 taldei v'loy la'akam. I'll lend a Jew, not a non-Jew. You have a choice. I can lend a guy with ribbis. In fact, there's a mitzvah. We don't do this anyway. You're supposed to lend a guy with ribbis. You're supposed to bite the guy. You're supposed to lend him with ribbis. So you have a choice. I can lend money to a guy with ribbis. The Jew comes first. So he's suffering a loss. I take the same money. I can invest it. I can invest it in some uh, hedge fund, or I can lend it to a Jew. And the hedge fund, I'm going to get, a, get, get, get. Uh, I'm going to get a, a, a return. If I lend it to a Jew, it's going to be an interest-free loan. There's a mitzvah derives to put your money, give it to a Jew, interest-free loans, and not give it to a guy and get ribbis. The hikshah b'tera b'tera tamila. The lama yaiyshol kaidim. Why in this case should the shabbi come first? Kevan sheyachal arviach lama yafsid. That's not a loan. Why should I have to suffer a loss? But when you do mitzvahs, you don't necessarily have to suffer losses. You're going, are you going to suggest that if you have money, you can't go into business? If you're going to say such an approach, no one's going to be able to survive. That's not the way the world works. The world works, you have to make money. All, the, all of the experts say that when you go, you make, you make an organization, you make a, you make a chesed organization, you've read this many times, and it has to be a business. If you're going to have a type of organization where it's going to be non-profit, a non-profit is like a government project. <laughs> You'll build a bridge to nowhere. <laughs> it's going to be. It's going to never going to happen. It's going to be done in a shoddy way. If you want to have an organ, you want to do chesed. You see a niche for the klal. You want to do something for klal Yisrael. You have to set it up where it's profitable, where there's money to be made. Because when there's money to be made, then the chesed will operate and everyone will benefit. Society will benefit. You'll benefit. It will... Run it like a business. No, run it as a business, not like a business. Run it as a business. Let's say you see there's a need, I don't know, uh, I don't know, any type of need. There's some type of need for some, some community service. So you can do non-profit. Non-profit, or, 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 we're going to solicit donations and we're going to have, everyone's going to work pro bono. It's going to be free. What's going to happen? I'm busy, I don't have time today. And the whole... 
High salary. Sir. We'll pay you a salary. Full-time salary. We'll pay you a competitive salary. We'll make you the administrator. How much does someone in the secular world make make, make, make doing the same equivalent? $100,000? We'll pay you $100,000. People who use our services. If you can't afford, we give it to you for free. But if you could afford the service, why should you? Why, we're going to charge you an arm and a leg. You have money. You have. You, have, you can pay for the service. You're making a nice living, and you need our service, which is a chesed. We're, we're providing you a gemach. It's a, it's a gemilas chesed. But you could pay for the service. We'll send you a bill in the mail. We'll make it into a business. If you operate a, 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 an, a, an institution as a business, then it will flourish. Because everyone has a vested interest, and then the community the, at large will benefit. If you operate as the yeshivish operation where it's non-profit, wow. it's going to sink. So who are you saying operate this? This is what this is what this is what uh, yeshivas operate like this. There are two different types of yeshiva models out there. There are private yeshivas, and there are public yeshivas. There are there are shuls, there are private shuls, and and there and there are and there are uh, public community shuls. Sometimes, okay, and I, I, that's I really jumped, jumped a little bit, but sometimes you you discover that when it's private and there's there's vested interest, there's a lot of corruption. <laughs> there's a lot of corruption and there's nepotism and there's there's but but. Sometimes there is no, and nothing is black and white. Sometimes there are advantages. I have an interest. I have an interest, a vested interest, so, so it's to my benefit. So he's asking that question right over here. The question over here is, over here you have a choice. I have money sitting in the bank. I can do two things with the money. The money can go to an interest-free gemach. Interest-free gemach to help poor people. Or I can invest it in some type of, uh, uh, I don't know, some fund. Some type of uh, financial, uh, I don't know, invest in real estate. Who knows what you're going to do with it. If I invest in some investment hedge fund, I'm going to get. They're going to tell me I'm going to get a five percent return on my investment. They, they. And if I go and I give interest-free loan, I get nothing. So are you suggesting that I should go and I should give it away for free? That's not the way the world works. The world works to make a profit. In business, you have to make a profit. That's the question. That's the question he's asking. No one's going to survive. So here the answer is you're right. We're not dealing with a situation when a person isn't busy. We're dealing with a person or we're dealing with a unique situation mitzvah. You want to do a mitzvah. You have two mitzvahs. Strange that's to lend a guy with ribis to charge a guy ribis a mitzvah sasei. That's what it says here. The Ashmin Hocha Shayaktim a mitzvah Shayaktim a mitzvah la haloive lisha below ribis. Aval, you should do below ribis. That's what it says. That, that's the way, that's how it should be done below ribis. Aval me, she writes a lischa de moisa, but a person who needs to make parnasa, you have to pay tuition. You need to make parnasa, of course. Vada, or shus, the other, you can do whatever you want. The yakal, little moisa, the ribis, the yakam, the ain, the mochliv, la halvos, lisha. It's only referring to this specific mitzvah. I thought he was going to say, what I thought he was going to say was, you have a choice of lending it to an interest free loan to a Jew, or lend money to a guy with ribbits and pledge all of the profits will go to Tzedakah. That's what I thought he was going to say. Right? I'm going to make profit in a year from now 5%. The 5% will go and will give will uh, set up a scholarship fund for poor students. So what should you do now? I thought he would say, no. 
Right now, we have an opportunity to a mitzvah this very moment by giving a Jew loan money, giving him, lending him money. So is that true? My example, is that true? I don't know the answer. But it's not what it says. It's not what it says. Okay, we'll stop over here, take a short break. What about trust? That's it. What about trust?